Welcome to the summer edition of the Sprint Success with Design Thinking podcast. How do you navigate change? It's a question we think about often and one that today's world expects us to be comfortable with. The challenge, however, is where do you begin and how do you develop the mindset and skill set to be successful? Welcome everyone to the Sprint to Success with Design Thinking podcast. I'm your host, Saba Kidwai. Join me each week as I share the stories and strategies from the world's leading researchers and practitioners about why they believe the answer lies in practicing design thinking. In the book, Brandt says when we don't take the time to pause and reflect on our values, we're essentially winging it. While we use and hear that word often, I was fascinated by the history behind how the term came to be, and so I asked Brandt to share that story with us and what authentic change truly means to him. So let's start with winging it, because I have a a, a dear friend who has renamed it intuitive leadership, (laughs) which I find incredibly entertaining that uh, uh, that is a nice wrapping of uh, winging it. But the the idea for me is, so the, the history of winging it, I found incredibly fascinating, right? So winging it comes from the theater. And at the turn of the century, there was all these, these playhouses being built and there were more playhouses and roles than there were actors. And so actors were having to fill in for other people when they were sick or injured or whatever that might be. And so they didn't have time to learn the lines. So they would literally walk off stage with a script into the wings of the theater and memorize what they needed to say and walk right back on stage and say their lines. And, and that became known as winging it. And it was, it was designed as an emergency way of having to perform. And here we are over a hundred years later, and we've adopted it as, as a way of life. We we're actually using it as a strategy. And it's, it's crazy to me that that's where it's at. Uh, I don't believe that you can do anything on purpose without discovering what these non-negotiable values are. Uh, the, the best you can hope for is that you get lucky and you happen to cross one of them in your plans as opposed to literally using them to develop the strategy that you want to move forward with. I, I, I think it's funny. I looked at this and this is the conversation I was really excited to have about what this authentic change look like, especially with the education system being where it is, where the new rules sort of being placed with with a new administration. And we so desperately want to focus things on an outcome. And And I say this in the book, and I mean it with my whole heart, unless your name is Gandalf or Glenda, you don't have that kind of power. You cannot control outcomes. The best you can hope for is to control the deliberate intention that goes into making those decisions. And so when that is the case, what does authentic change look like? And I, and I was racking my brain to try to come up with a way to, to talk to you about what this was. And I've, I've figured out what it is. I believe authentic change looks like Pittsburgh. Okay. So hear me out. Pittsburgh has adopted the name, the, the city of bridges. Okay. There are 449 bridges in Pittsburgh proper that, that sort of allow them to cross the three rivers uh, that, that sort of surround the city of Pittsburgh. The, the challenge and where I believe we get it wrong when it comes to values in education is we want people to adopt 
our values. We want them to say, here's what we care about. We want you to adopt this and believe, and that's what you care about. That is not how it works. That is not how values work. We need, instead of trying to get people to adopt, we need to connect our values. We need to build bridges from what matters most to us to what matters most to them. And when we build these bridges, we allow for incredible collaboration to happen because I can use my value to amplify yours. I can give you unique contribution that is directly from the things that matter most to me instead of some group think, yeah, 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 that sounds good. In a meeting where we we don't get innovation, we don't get best practice, we don't get those things because we're not seeing unique contribution. So when we understand that this is something that, that I'm sure you don't know, because I have, I just finished sort of all the research with these 5,000 people. The number one shared value among humans is connection. Connection, authenticity, and integrity are one, two, and three. But connection is the far more than 50% greater than the next closest value is connection. And so when we think about that, when we think about how are we going to approach education in an innovative way that basically comes with new ideas that that are going to be impactful in a way that can change what's possible from what we have already, it comes through connecting values with these bridges so that we can both contribute to what the answers are instead of a one way you need to adopt what I believe is most important. It's your turn to join the conversation by sharing what you enjoyed or what questions you still have. In a world where time and attention are so valuable, thank you for choosing to listen and for being a part of our Sprint to Success with Design Thinking community. 